I'm not looking forward to this. Not yeah. looking forward to it. Yeah, fuck homeownership, Dan. Fuck ah, it. it's the worst. Let's talk about Western Conference playoffs. Denver and uh, Denver's the one seed. Rich, who do you have coming out of the West? Well, I'll tell you who. What team I'm excited to watch the most out of the West is the Kings. That's the team that excites me the most. I don't know if I'm picking them to go the furthest. I mean, I think I gotta go with the Nuggets. I mean, I really do think this is the year that they're they they have to prove it. They got to feel this pressure. I don't know. There, there's not those dominant teams in the West. I mean, you know, also when you think about it, I mean, the Nuggets had the best record in the West. That would have been the fourth best record in the East. It would have been. It would have been. And they, right. and they still won easily. They won going away. Like, they, there was nobody. Memphis and Sacramento weren't even close. But I actually agree with you. I think I'm excited to watch Sacramento play because the Knicks played. The Knicks were playing well, and they went to Sacramento. I'm going to get, like, West Coast trip. I'm not. This is not a knock on the Knicks. But, like, I don't watch Sacramento play a lot. Sacramento's a good team. I mean, yeah, they, I watched that, I watched that same game. They, they were I mean, relentless. They keep up. Yeah, the Knicks couldn't keep Like, this was a big game for Sacramento. I think the Knicks may have been in a back-to-back. Like, it's never apples to apples whenever you do the, watch those games, so I get yeah. that. But, like, geez, I was watching that Sacramento game. I was like, holy shit, this team is good. I didn't realize how good they were. They, they The Knicks finished, I think, with, like, the – Third or fourth best offense in the league. Like Knicks had a legit offense this season. The problem with the Kings is I think they're one of those teams that relies on the fast break and transition buckets. Yeah, I know. And, and I that know. traditionally struggles in the playoffs when the game slows down a bit. So I don't know, but so we'll see. But but I want to watch their games. I'm excited to watch them. Me too. I think they could be fun games because I mean, and that place is going to be crazy. I like Sabonis. I like Darren Fox. I like I like a lot of those players on that team. Um, they're fun. And they don't play any defense, so they're basically just going to try to score 150 points every game, which, I mean, it'll be fun. But see, I think, you know what I'm taking out of the West, Rich? Oh. Phoenix. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. Kevin Durant. <laughs> Kevin Durant. Yeah. I can't. I, I, I think Kevin Durant, Chris Paul, Devin Booker. That's kind of who came to my mind when you're figuring out who is two in the West. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think that's going to be a tough... As a casual observer, of course. <laughs> of course. I don't know. I think... I think the West <laughs> is wide open. Like, the top... I would not be shocked if... You're going to probably say I'm crazy. If any of the top eight teams come out of the West, in my opinion. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah. Me neither. Which... I wouldn't be shocked either. I, which makes it even crazier that... Um, I mean, we could talk about this. We don't have to talk about this since this pod. But but makes it even crazy that Dallas basically like said fuck it, right? You know, because like I, I if they if they were the seventh seed or the eighth seed, I'd be saying you don't think they could make them. it. Up? Yeah, I I would say the same thing. I I feel like they have. A, I feel like they had they'd have at least if they if they ended up in the in the seventh spot against Memphis, would it be crazy to think that Dallas couldn't win that that series? No. By the way, I'm glad you brought up Dallas. If I'm Cuban, I'm firing Jason Kidd. 
Oh, me too. Like, you know, not only did he do a shit job with this team this year, and I'm not I'm not saying they're a great roster or anything. I, I think they underperformed, and he, he did not find a way to bring Kyrie onto the team. I'm, I'm blaming him for that aspect. But I didn't like, after the tank game, that he completely kind of sold out the ownership and the GM and saying it was all on them. Oh, he totally did. So, so like when when the the Eagles did that against the Giants, was, was it against the Giants or was it against the Reds? Uh, it was against Washington. It was against Washington. Yeah. So Doug Peterson didn't do that. Like he said, it was an organization decision, and he was like, he said he was part of that decision. Like he yeah. didn't throw he didn't throw anybody under the bus. But Jason Kidd immediately threw everybody under the bus. One hundred percent. I I I'd be surprised if Jason Kidd. I mean, plus look. Yeah, it was. It's not a well constructed team. They have no. It was Luca and Kyrie, and they had no right. other player. They traded away any any decent player, and like you couldn't. You know, Luca obviously gave up a lot of games. I actually thought Kyrie played pretty well, but they have no. They had no rebounding. They had no defense. It, it was it was a mess. So like, it's not like I don't think anybody would have done that much better than Jason Kidd. But yeah, the the stuff that Jason Kidd did. Dan, they finished with 38 wins come on I, know, they, I guess that's true they should be at least a 500 team in my opinion see but now do you blame so this is uh this was an interesting debate i heard uh and we don't need to necessarily get into this because of the playoff thing but it um so bill simmons calls it the uh um something like the tim duncan you know tim duncan level or whatever the hell he called it but basically like if you are supposed to be one of the top five players in the league which is Luka Doncic, right? Right. Theoretically, you should be able to win 45 to 48 games. Doesn't matter who's on your team. Yeah, I you agree. Plop, you plop them on the team, and you're automatically in that range during your prime. And well, what was so, the number? How many, how many games? Like 45 to 48. See, I would say 42 to 45. I, I think 48 wins, like you're right 40 on the wins a lot. You're right on the fringe of 50, and that's a lot of wins, a lot of just, wins. That, just based on having a top player. I, I don't know. I, I feel like we've seen enough NBA to know that top yeah, player doesn't a, guarantee you're going to be a top seven it, team. Yeah, it's a lot. But but his point basically is like you are a, a locked playoff team every year when you have a superstar. Especially now, you've got to be a locked play-in team. Oh, yeah. I mean, especially – you. Like, there's no reason why. If you are a legit top five player in the league, like, there's no... Like, and, and, and we're talking the weak west here with the Pelicans and the Thunder making it as a 9 and 10. Yeah. <laughs> like, the Thunder. The Thunder, who at one point was trying to take this season. Yeah. Yeah. They like, weren't even trying to win for the majority of the season. Yeah. Not even trying to win. So, like, I don't understand. Like, so, yeah. So... Luca has really, uh, I, I think I mentioned this a couple weeks ago, but Luca has completely, I've completely soured on Luca. Like, you cannot, like, and that, that's like Simmons' point. It was like, basically, like, when you have a player who's supposed to be a generational type player, you should be a lock for the playoffs. A lock. Like, you shouldn't be like, ooh, should we, and like a play, you know, whatever. Like, the Lakers, like, Kobe missed, you know, half a season. Like, like okay, that, but like, Luca played. 70 games, 75. You know, it's not like he was hurt this year. And, you know, and I, don't watch, I, I don't watch enough of their yeah. games to know the problem, but, it, you know, just just based off everything, it feels like Luca ha- has taken a step down and he's now a Trey Young level player 
after the season. Like, I don't know, this this is a huge knock to his ranking in the league. Oh, totally agree. Season huge knock. Oh, one hundred percent. Like I thought, Luca was. You know, you had Giannis, Embiid, Jokic, who I think are the, without a doubt the top three players in the league in some order. And then right after that, I think you'd have probably like Luca and Steph or yeah. Jason Tatum. Like that's kind of the next trio in some order. Like I don't think Luca be can be in that range anymore. Like, it was terrible, terrible. You cannot, you cannot be, you cannot say you're an elite player and then have this type of season. You can't. Yep. Ba- basketball is the one sport where you can argue one player can make the difference between you, you know, being a good team and a bad team. Oh, one hundred percent. Like you could have, if you have a superstar, like a legit superstar, you could be one of the best. You you should be a player, play playoff team. Like you might not be the best team, but like, like let's put on it. Like, and and he had Kyrie. And Kyrie, again, I don't think Kyrie played poorly for him at all. Like, it's not like I thought Kyrie was a problem with that team. Yeah, that was really... So, so Dallas... So, really so Jason Kidd's got to go. I feel like Mark Cuban would be the type of owner to go after Nick Nurse. I can see that. I think he'd be a good hire. You want I, me to I, burst I, your bubble a little bit on Dodgic? Yes, go ahead. He, offensively, he had one of the best years of his career. The only thing that dropped, really, but it stayed consistent, is triple-doubles. His field goal percentage was a career high. His points were a career high, by far. Yeah. Like, the number... Like, like his field goal percentage went up 20 points. That's what... Like, I think his numbers are good. But, like... So, his defense, he became one of the worst defensive players in the league. Yeah, yeah. I mean... He's not even trying. He's not even trying. Like, listen, and, and you know what? For the NBA, at a certain, on a certain level, I'm throwing out the stats, stats, and I'm connecting superstar to the final oh, record the of a total. team. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, I, I, there is some connection there that it's greater than zero. Where in every other sport, it's zero connection for me. Yeah, I mean, like, like you can't blame like Mike Trout for the Angels' second year after year. Right, right. Like I'm, I'm putting no connection between their yeah. final record and him, him being on the team. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, there's so many other factors. But basketball, like he, you know, he, he, he impacts probably thirty-five to forty percent of their plays. And you're probably low on that. You're probably right. So yeah. All right. So the West. I have Phoenix. You have Denver. Yeah. Roland, did you have Phoenix? Yes. <laughs> I like Phoenix. I don't I know like if they're gonna win. But I, I, like I would too. pick Phoenix. I like Phoenix too. I think Phoenix. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm rooting. I'm rooting against KD. I'm. I'm. I'm a KD hater. I know. I know. I'm not a KD fan either. But I feel oh, like he's a great villain. That's. I love him. <laughs> yeah. He is a. He is a great villain. I, he is, yeah, I agree. He is, he's the Omar of the NBA, like the antihero. Yeah, yeah. He is a, <laughs> he is a great villain. I do, I do love. Uh, love oh, indeed. <laughs> I mean, is there a more hateable team? Right now, than than the Phoenix Suns, you have you have KD, who Sixers. I think is the Sixers. I think a lot of people hate the Sixers. Well, so so let's let's go through them all. You have KD, who I think he doesn't have a fan base. He doesn't have a, a legit team. He's been on what four teams in however many years. I know I know we can get to that with Harden too. But like, um, 
<clears throat> but he he went to Golden State to get like you know whatever the fuck he tried to do with Golden State like uh, you know to win titles. So you have the whole KD stuff, right? Then you have Chris Paul, and Chris Paul may be the dirtiest player in the league. And I I I love Chris Paul, but as he's gotten older, he's gotten way dirtier. Yeah, I I think more fans like Chris Paul than dislike him now. I don't I mean, know. He's been, he's been. I used to like Chris Paul so much. He's been he's been he's been dirty. He's given like guys like nut shots. Like it's bad. Yeah, but I, I think it's been good for him that he's been in Phoenix. Like I, I don't know. I think he's a little more under the ra- radar there. He might be. He might be. Um, and then and then you have and, and again it, this might be more hardcore NBA fans, but you have like DeAndre DeAndre Ayton. Yeah. Yeah, I can see. Uh, who I also like. He's another tool. <laughs> um, so I don't know. Like, like the Suns to me have a lot of guys that you're like, oh god, I can't stand him. Like, I could see like in game after game one, people, you know, because it's going to be like probably a heavily watched series, like Clippers and Phoenix. It's going to be a good series. Yeah. People be like, ah. you see how many nut shots Chris Paul gave Kawhi Leonard that series? <laughs> he him the ball like three times in the first quarter. You saw Paul George is going to miss some of the series? I didn't see that. That's too bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a big loss. Big loss. Big loss. Um, all right, so that's the West. You want to go to the East? We just talking about hated hated teams? <laughs> oh, no, or... no, no. Let, let, let's move over to the East. We, 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 we can move back. I, I, I just find it funny that I feel like Phoenix has a lot of guys that I think people could be like, fuck those guys. Now we could talk about the East playoffs. Yeah, well, real, real quick, I mean, I'm a... For, I hate the Timberwolves. Like, I think they're a more hated team for me because Rudy is kind of hateable. Cat, uh, I, I hate. And I don't know. Why do you hate so much? I hate his personality. He's a whiny bitch. He, he thinks he's one of the top players in the league. Like, he has that. Shut that cat up. <laughs> That's not here. They're not here yet. No, either. we're talking about Cat. Oh, Cat. Oh. Oh, good one. Good one, good one. He has this like swagger about him, like he's a like he's a superstar, and he expects superstar calls. But he's not a fucking superstar. Uh, he's pretty close. He's not there. He's not there. I don't, he he float like like the thing with thing what I find interesting with Minnesota is like I feel like Cat can have games where you're like holy shit, this guy's like one of the top five oh, six players in the league. I agree. But like they also have Anthony Edwards who could have games like that too. Were you like but watching this and you're like, neither, oh shit, is neither this guy like a top guy, 10 player? Neither guy is as consistent as a normal superstar. That's the problem. You're right. No, you're right. But like, that's what's so interesting. Like, like, Cat just casually walked out here and like knocked down two 30 foot three pointers. And then he just turned the ball over. <laughs> but, <laughs> right. Um, and, and, but, but just, you know, when you compare yeah, them to I, the I, other, I, I, other superstars, like, all the other superstars are like, you know, like today I, I point out MB just won the third player of the month. That means he was a dominant player for three uh, three out of the five months. And Jokic won two. Giannis is he didn't win any, but he was always in yeah, top I mean, three every single month. Yeah, yeah. So so but Towns, I think he's been in it a few times. I don't think Anthony Edwards was maybe once, but they're not consistently in the voting like those other guys. I agree. I, I agree with you. I think so. I agree. I think I think consistency is a big deal, and I think like, and that's why Minnesota's in the playing game because like they're not consistent enough to like like Anthony Edwards should be like be playing like how he can every game, 
because yeah. he can take or, or over any or game. At least seventy percent of his games. Yeah, 80%. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, obviously, like like Embiid doesn't isn't perfect every single game, but like, yeah, like he could be dominant. Um, and he just never right. is. Their, their, their ceiling is really high if they could just put it together on a consistent basis. Yeah, I think Anthony Edwards could be really good. Um, I mean, <laughs> Gobert fucks that. I still don't understand that Rudy Gobert trade. It fucks that team up so much. I don't it, understand it, why they did it. To, really to me, it, it feels like when the Sixers signed Al Horford to that monster contract. To me, it feels like yeah. the same set, sort of thing, except give, giving up your all your uh, assets. Giving up like support. everything, yeah, every yeah, single yeah. asset they have. Like they can't make that team any better. This is this is who they are. Like, I mean, what, they, they, what are they going to do now? Like, what do you? They have, to trade, do? they have to trade Towns. Yeah, no, it, it sucks. At the end of the day, you'd rather have Towns than Gobert, but Gobert's not going to be tradable. For, yeah, he's he, he's a, he's. And like they play the same position basically, so like you try to get some of those assets back by trading Towns, I guess. But like that's really their only only. Although Towns is playing great against Anthony Davis right now. I mean, oh, we're only I halfway would, through the first quarter, but what do you think about the Knicks making a run for Towns? They could send over Mitch back and like RJ. Like I, I think Towns would fit perfect on the Knicks. So would Towns be the five or the four? Uh, I think you got to let him be the five still. Uh, well, I, I I've. I mean, I unless, unless you're moving Randall too. I mean, well, that's what I was wondering. I was like, do you move Randall and put Towns at the five and keep Mitch and, and RJ as part of that deal? It's Randall and RJ or something like that. I don't know. I, I think I don't know if Minnesota's. Uh, I mean, I just don't know the market for Randall. Who who would want Randall? Like, he's gonna be. He's gonna be most likely. He's gonna be third team All NBA. No, I mean, I agree. He had a great season again, but I don't know. I just feel like perception around him isn't as good I, as his numbers are. I don't say that. Like, he's, like, he's going to be a two-time All-NBA player. Like, how many guys in the league are that? Yeah, but and don't I mean, you agree he, the per- perception I, doesn't... No, I totally, I totally agree. But uh, does that make sense, though? He's a two-time All-NBA player. Like, how many times... Like, he, that means in two, two of the last three seasons, he was one of the top, what, six forwards in the league? Right, That's it was good. that off year for sure, but like I know. this year kind of corrects that in my mind. I agree. But like I people probably need another year before his value goes. But he had and he had like full. two years and he had two years ago too. Like I don't know. It's like I, yeah. I don't, I don't get it. Uh, but but I agree. But actually, uh, if we're talking about the next, um, we have to. That's what we were tasked. <laughs> That's what we were tasked to do. You know who I would love for the Knicks? I've decided. Oh, Jalen Brown. I think you talk about somebody who would fit perfectly in the Knicks. I think that's what they're missing. I think you throw Jalen Brown in at that two spot instead of RJ. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine? Imagine this Nick team. Everybody basically the same except RJ, except Jalen Brown in for RJ Barrett. Yeah. That's a good team. That's kind of, that. that's my new focus now. If that's your all season dream. Well, so Jalen Brown's a free agent next season. Yeah, yeah. See, so okay. So this is what we're going to hear about for the next four months. Five months. <laughs> it is. It is. So he's a free agent. So they either have to re-sign him, and then that'll shut me up, or they're going to have to trade him because they're not going to let him go to free agency if they don't think they're going to sign him, right? Sign and trade. They could do it. Maybe I guess in the offseason they could do a sign and trade. But yeah, that that's really where I'm thinking now. I'm like, man, Jalen Brown, like because that's where that's their weakness is that. All right. So we want to talk about Knicks. Want to talk about the Eastern Eastern playoffs? Yeah, Who do you think is going to make it further, Knicks or Sixers? Or Knicks may have the best 
round one series out of them all. I think they might. I think Knicks Cavs. I think it could be a really fun series. Yeah, I think those two teams are pretty evenly met. So I guess I, I guess if you look at um, the uh, at like advanced statistics, like you know, I don't know, like win differential and point differential and all that type of stuff, the Cavs are like an elite team. Like they are a top three team or top four team in the league. Like they're up there with Milwaukee and Boston and Philly. And then it's Cleveland. Like Cleveland might actually be better than a couple of those teams. An- another team t- type thing where they don't get the respect of that, though. They so don't no, get the respect of that. None. But you're not even you, close. You know why? And then I, I looked. I took a little closer look, Rich. Why? Why? Th- they don't have a winning record against any of the top six teams in the East. Really? Yeah. Like I think even, that, I, I, even the I don't know. I don't think. I don't think the Nets. I know not the Knicks, not the Celtics, not the Sixers, or the or the or the Bucks. And then you compare that with the Knicks, who are three and one against Boston, two and two against Philly, three and one against Cleveland, and two and two against Brooklyn. So and now now Milwaukee, they're not good at. So you know I'll, I'll admit that. But Cleveland, I, they have I believe losing records against all of those teams. And I don't know. I feel like that's kind of like a big deal. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll agree with that because I mean, you know, we watch the season. So, sometimes you win the big game. Sometimes you get smacked. Yeah, you know, the NBA season is weird because sometimes you beat weird. A, one of the top teams, and then the next game you'll lose to a bottom feeder. Yeah, yeah, it's totally weird. I mean, I mean, the Knicks, the Knicks beat had their best win of the season when they went to Boston and beat the Celtics, and then the next game they came home and lost to the Hornets. Like, right. yeah, like. So, I, so, so, so I think my, my point is you're going to have individual games throughout the season versus good and bad teams that don't matter. You can't take anything about them. But if you consistently have series against the top five, six teams, and you don't win any of them, that's a red flag. Yeah. A, a total, total red flag. Like, I think that's, like, I'm watching it, and I think, like, and that's why I think, like, I think it'll be a good series. I, I know the Knicks won three out of four against Cleveland, but, like, you know, there's so many different, you know, they played them so many different points. So, like, I'm not like, but I think that's why the Knicks, that's why I don't think the Cavs get the respect they deserve because, like, I'm not a Cleveland fan, but, like, I don't think, like, they didn't have, like, a huge run. They haven't, like, you know, they just played really well. They had a fairly weak schedule. Their division kind of stinks. You know, the Knicks, Sixers, Celtics, Nets, like, they're all, like, those are the four of the top six teams, and they played each other, like, a ton of time in the, in the series, you know, in the, the regular seasons. But I think, I think it could be the best. I think it could be the best series, the most entertaining series in the first round. Yeah, I wouldn't be sh- shocked if it does. If it goes seven games, I think it could be back and forth. I think both well, teams are in the, in the East. For me, let me just clarify: in the East. Why would you think? You, you think uh, Phoenix? Uh, I think the Phoenix Clippers series could be good. Lakers series, maybe. I guess there's a couple in the West because like, all those like the, like the, the West. I think are going to have uh, more war- good series. Warriors, that, that's Warriors yeah, because you know none of those teams stand out, so all those series yeah. should be they could all be they could all be competitive, or they could all be blowouts. I have no idea. Like, what are the Warriors going to do against the Kings? That could be a great series, or the Warriors might actually stink. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, like I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, but yeah, I agree. In the East, I think it's the best series. Yep, um, I think I think it probably goes to seven games. So who do you have? I, I think I'm taking the Knicks. With or without Randall? Or do you need Randall? 
Oh, I, I need Randall. What, what's yeah. the latest on that? He practiced today, apparently. No, non-contact, but he practiced. I'm like, all so, right, so it's, it's Tuesday and he's practicing. The game's not until Saturday. Right. And are they going to be forcing him back early? Or I do don't we know. Not, do we not know the answer? I mean, he had a sprained ankle. I get it. But it's going to be two and a half weeks, you know? If, if, if yeah, if, if he's not at least... 85%. Yeah, I know. I was going to tell you. I think Cleveland wins that series fairly easily, to be honest, without him. Well, because they're too big down low. They need him to, because they're going to have Allen and they're going to have um, Mobley. Right. Like, I think Mitch can handle one of them, but like, I know Nick fans are excited about Obi, but like, Obi could score points in the regular season. Uh, the playoffs are different. And he can't I think, defend, oh, I think, and he can't rebound. Oh, yeah, Obi's the type that's going to struggle big time in the playoffs, I think. Oh, I think so. I think so, too. And, like, he can't defend and he can't rebound. And I think those guys are going to eat him up. I, if I'm the Knicks, if, Randall, if, we, if you could get Randall back at 85 90% for game two, like, if that's a guarantee, yeah. I may almost sit him for game one. I would, too, yeah. Because I'm like, you just need to win one of those two games. If if those extra two days or whatever is going to be the difference between Randall at sixty five and eighty five percent, I'd wait. And then if you win game one, then you could send him to game three and make sure he's a hundred percent. We only need one of those games, so I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. I, I and and I think the big issue, the big concern, and this is why I brought up Jalen Brown earlier. I think the the other big concern is RJ Barrett. I'm very concerned about RJ. I think he's going to struggle this series. I think yeah, this is a big, big series. For, maybe the biggest series on the Knicks might be for him to decide what the Knicks are going to do with him going forward. I mean, they gave him the contract, but like, I think because if you want, like, the last week or two of the NBA season can kind of be like bullshit because it's like, well, whatever. Like, you know, the season's over. Everybody's kind of in their spots. But like, the one thing that, like, when, you, when the Knicks play against, you know, the Knicks played against like the Pelicans, who absolutely needed to win their game. You know, they, they they played against another. I forget a couple teams down the season, end of the season, where like those teams absolutely needed to win their game to like stay in the playoffs. And you could so you could see kind of like the strategy, and the strategy is basically, and I get it, like leave Quentin Grimes and Andre Barrett open for three pointers. Like that's it. Like Quentin Grimes, I love Grimes, and he played really like he. Like he was hitting like forty eight percent, forty five percent of three pointers at the end of the season. Like you can't leave that guy open. RJ, the last two or three games, I think he went like one for fifteen from three. Wow! Like you can't do that. It's gonna be unplayable. Unplayable. You're gonna be. He's gonna be unplay. If you if they're gonna double Jalen Brunson and double Randall and leave RJ open for three, he has to hit him. So that's yeah. my big concern. I think. I think they. I, I would not be surprised that by if by game four, RJ's playing less than fifteen minutes a game. That would be pretty crazy. Because like if like if that's their strategy, like because you have like so you're gonna sit quickly, quickly has got quickly to knock down those shots. Or if he or if he's he misses two or three in a row, he's gonna be, go back and 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 you know take the fourth and fifth one. Like he's not gonna he's not gonna shy away from him. He's quickly he's gonna keep shooting until he shoots himself out of it. I have no faith that RJ could shoot himself out of it. Yeah. So that I, I think that to me, RJ Barrett's the X factor. I think if Randall is healthy or close enough to healthy, you know what you're gonna get. You know what you're gonna get out of Brunson. 
Grimes, I'll be interested in because it's going to be his first playoff. Um, I think RJ is the X factor. What's RJ going to do? Can you play? Can you play RJ Barrett? Can he hit a fucking three pointer in a big game? I don't know. I don't know. So that's that. That's the big one. Uh, I am taking the. I. I mean, obviously, obviously, I'm taking the Knicks. But I. I think if Randall's healthy, I think the Knicks can win in six games. I agree. I think they match up. I think. I think Allen's a good player. But like I think, and I like Mobley, but I don't think Mobley can handle like the physicality of the Knicks. Like he's kind of like a skinny guy. He's a great player, but like I don't know. You know, I mean, I mean, you're gonna he's gonna be banging up against Randall for five, six games. Randall's gonna break that kid. Randall's just too strong. That's why I kind of like these this next team too. They're just like a physical team. So, um, what else in the East? I think I, I like the Knicks. Knicks and six. Assuming Randall's healthy. Six and six, that sounds good. You concerned about the sixes at all? Or is that gonna be uh Yeah, no, not, not round one. I mean playing the Nets, who I who I love the Nets. And I you're a big fan of the Nets. Fun, but uh I think the uh Sixers beat them in, in five or six. A, a, a low effort six if it's six. Do you think they match up really well against them? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Sixers have a lot more size. I think the Knicks they are going the, the the Nets are going to struggle with the size of the Sixers, both offensively and defensively. So, so yeah. unless they come out and hit like 65, 70% of their threes, and they'd have to do it for three games. Right. Cuz I mean, the goal the goal when you're the underdog, I think it's just to get to a game 7. Yeah. And then game 7 like weird shit happens. Yep. So like yeah, so they'd have to they'd have to play like that. I know. I I don't know how I don't know how Brooklyn stops Embiid. I think Embiid. Oh, oh, oh can we call him MVP? It sounds like he's gonna win. And you never know. I'm not calling it. I'm not calling it. No, you don't think so? I don't know. We'll see. I I don't know. Oh, a little fight in the Lake of Timberwolves game. Ooh, you watching this? I am. Did you see it? Oh man, see, Anthony I'm... Edwards just blocked him at the rim. Woof. Oh, did he step over him? Oh, was it the step over that pissed him off? <laughs> oh see. man, I, lo- I love a good. I love a good. I'm a little bit behind you. <laughs> I love a good. I love a good shit talking. I, I love the NBA. Oh, oh, he did. He stepped over him. Nice. See, I love Anthony Edwards. A little step over. Uh, he's a dick. That's, that's another hateable character. Uh, really, you don't like Anthony Edwards? No, I don't. I really, I love it. I love Anthony Edwards. I feel like he has a little Jimmy Butler in him. Yeah, but he's too young for that attitude. He's not a vet. He's a young guy. Too soon. Uh, I feel like hey, he's growing fair, into it. I think he's growing. I, I think he's growing into it. I think he's growing into it. Um, yeah, you don't think you don't think the Nets will? Yeah, I, I I think you're right. I think the Sixers probably handle the Nets pretty easily. When when are we concerned about playoff Harden? Round two. Yeah, round two for sure. Round round mm-hmm. one, he's gonna cook. Round two is any- gonna be rough. Boston, Boston, and Philly. Yes, uh, that that I don't, I don't even want to watch. Oh, you, really? I don't, I feel like I don't know. Hey, someone gets injured. You never know. I feel like Philly matches up a thousand times better than with them this season than they have in the past. I mean, I I, I will agree with that. They definitely match up better with them now than they did, you know, last year. I see. I think. I think Boston can go in super overconfident in this series, knowing that they've beaten. But like, I don't know. I feel like 
if Embiid's hell, if, if, to me, Embiid's playing as good as he's ever played. Yeah, I mean, if if he keeps playing like that, then the Sixers have a chance against anybody. Yeah, I mean, playoff Harden's going to be a concern, right? Yeah, he's going to show. Although last year's playoffs, he had, he had like one bad game. I think you know, I can't criticize him for last year, in my opinion. So now, are you in the camp where play where you think playoff Harden is due for a good playoff run? Um, I mean, or are you, you, know, are you I, concerned? Are you concerned with? I'm not, I'm, I'm not because this is the best roster are you really he's ever been on, in my opinion. Yeah. So he doesn't need to score to be successful. Like he, he led the league in, in assists per game. So he if, if he can do that, he, he can contribute other ways than trying to shoot his 16, 18 shots going like four for 18, you know, like he's known to do in a big game. Yep. Yep. Uh but Kenny can, you know, sometimes throughout the season, he still struggles with it. Sometimes he forgets where he is in his career. You know, he'll have those random games where he still thinks he's fucking Harden from 10 years ago. So who's, so who, see, now if I think of the Knicks, I think the Knicks' best five right now would be, depending on the game, uh, but it's probably some combination. Uh, it's Jalen Brunson, obviously, Mitch, maybe even iHeart, but. Uh, yeah, you would definitely it, put him in, in there for sure. Uh, Randall quickly, you know, and then Hart and and, and and Hart, I would think, are probably the Knicks' best five to like close a game that they absolutely need to win. Who who's Philly's best five? Like, if you three minutes to go, tie game, game seven. Are you who's playing, on the court? Are you playing the? Uh... We're playing the Celtics. Okay. Well, because like the Celtics and the Bucks, I would have a different answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Play the Celtics. So, so like. Celtics, I would have Embiid, Harden, Maxi, Kobe, yeah. and probably Melton against the Celtics. If it, if it was the Bucks, I'd probably have PJ Tucker. PJ, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you think that's what Doc's going to do? I, th- I, th- I think so. I think he's feeling the pressure a little bit. He's tried some different things this year. He definitely was more creative <laughs> this year than he was last year. Like no yeah. doubt, no doubt about it. Like he gave more minutes to Paul Reed. Yeah, be ball, Paul. Yep. He he would bench Niang for some games. You know, he took Maxi off the bench for a stretch. Like he did, yeah. He definitely, he definitely didn't try any of this last year. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's well. That that's. I I thought Tibbs did a great job with the Knicks this year. I thought he tried a lot of different combinations. He like, obviously, he benched Fournier and Rose. He had to do that. You know, those, those games. Bench Mitch in the fourth but quarter. Remember, Tibbs are, are, and, and Doc are stubborn. Yeah. So they how are. quick how quick can they overcome that stubbornness in a seven game series? That's I know. Well, well, I, and that's always the key. Like like over an eighty two game season, Tibbs slowly changed his rotations and figured out what was working. But I, I would say like he did that a lot more in game than I thought. Like there were games where it's like like there was the Laker game, for example. AD was killing Mitch all game, and he was killing him in drop coverage, killing him in, in, in the pick and roll. And he put in Hartenstein, and Hartenstein played him great. He was like, AD was like one of 10 against Hart. And he, he wrote Hartenstein like almost the entire second half and bench Mitch. And I was like, yeah, shit, dude. Here's the problem again, I have with both coaches though. In the playoffs, there's a tough challenge for coaches to overcome like what you sh- are expected to do in the big game. 
like certain players, yeah. especially like based off their reputation, off their pay scale, like they're expected to get the minutes because it's the most important game of the year. In a in a yeah. random regular season game, those expectations know, are kind of gone. I know. So especially with coaches like Tibbs and Doc, I think they're the type of coaches that are going to go back to what's expected of them in these big games. Yeah, that, I I know fun. I I I agree. I, I I think I think this is the deepest. Might not be the best team, but I think this is the deepest team Tibbs has ever had. So I'm curious to see how that because he's used a lot of you know like a, he has a comfort level with like a lot of his players that I don't think he normally has had, like. So I'll be interested to see what he does in the playoffs. Like I, I have confidence in Tibbs to kind of, you know, be like, listen, Grimes is hot from three. He's shutting down Donovan Mitchell. Like, we got to go Grimes in the fourth quarter here. Like, instead of Hart, you know? Or instead I of like, quickly. I like your positivity, your confidence in Tibbs. <laughs> I am. Like, I, 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 I don't even know who you are. Yeah, he, but even like coach of the year Tibbs, right? When we got into the playoffs, it was complete like a switch got flipped. It was ridiculous. Right. It, yeah. it was like un- incomprehensible. Like the team just wasn't working and he's like, "I will will this to work." Yeah. <laughs> I know. I mean, but but that team 2 years ago was so bad. It, coach of bad. the year. I don't want to be one coach of the year because the team I mean, they had Alfred Payton and Reggie Bullock as two of the they're playing like thirty-five minutes a game. No, no, and, a- and and I agree with your point. This both the Sixers and the, and the Knicks both have more options for different matchups than they've had in prior oh, years. Way more options. That's why I'm kind of excited for the. Like that's why, like I feel like, listen, it's not over if, if Tips doesn't get out of the first round, but like, like he's. He's done like I, I. I mean, listen. The, the, I think the Sixers are up there too. The, the Knicks finished, I think, with the fourth best offense of the league this year. Like that's you know. Yep. I mean that that's not like by accident. So so I feel like you know he's kind of he hasn't been afraid to bench RJ Barrett in second halves of games because he's not playing well or he's not doing you know he hasn't been afraid to like be like listen Grimes is Grimes is shut like like that's what I'll be interested to see like. You know, Grimes has played Donovan Mitchell really well. Like, is he going to play Grimes a lot in the second half? Maybe over like quickly as somebody in the series, he might. Like, I'd be, so, I'd be impressed if he does. I I think it'll also come down to is Grimes hitting his outside shot. Like, it, like he could be playing great D, but like if you're going to leave Grimes open from three and he's like struggling, then you know, yeah. I I don't know. I'll be interested to see. I, I, I'm excited to see what Tibbs does. Uh, similar to, I think, what you think about Doc. Who's playing the uh, backup in bead minutes? Uh, I think he's going to give it to uh, B-Ball Paul. Oh, you think so? I mean, he he's earned it this year. I mean, he's had a really good year for a backup. I mean. Hey, listen, you, you're only talking, what, 10 minutes a game in the playoffs? Yeah, I mean, it's not many. So, I mean, it, I guess the question, you know, the, the other option would be, does he go small and have P.J. Tucker out there and, you know, Toby and... Yeah, he could do that. I I don't know who the other who the other center is. Like, he, in Milwaukee, he, against the Milwaukee series, it'd probably be B-Ball Paul. Well, they're, they're, the second half of the season, there really hasn't been another center that's gotten any important minutes on the team. Yeah. The option has been either B-Ball Paul or he goes small. Yeah, yeah. I, and I don't know who the other option is on Brooklyn outside of, after uh, Claxton. There isn't. 
Yeah, so like they might be able to go small against Brooklyn, and I haven't not heard them. Yeah, I could see that too. Um, against Boston and against uh, Milwaukee, I think it might be different. That's why I love the NBA playoffs because I feel like each series, like you're using different guys. Ah, I love the NBA playoffs. I love the matchups. I love all. Yeah, that like stuff. like one player could play play 25 minutes a game in one uh, series and then be the next series. Like yeah, next series. Plays next next series. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. I love, I love it. So I'm kind of like, I, that's what I love about the NBA playoffs. It's like no, no other sport really kind of does that. Like. No, no. I yeah. I mean, like you know, NFL talks about like the strategy from game to game. Like obviously, like the game plan, but like yeah, it's runner, runner, passer types of defense. But yeah, like, ta- yeah. You know, like you're, 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 not benching, you're, not, you're not benching your number three wide receiver. No, against a different no. team. Like yeah, no, no. That's why I find like like. I could see RJ Barrett, you know, a guy play has played 32 minutes a game in the regular season. I could see him down to 20 minutes a game this series or 15 minutes a game this series if he's not, you know. Well, like look at like Golden, what Golden State did last year with um, um, what's his name, Poole, right? Yeah. Like, <clears throat> like Poole was like a six man of the year candidate last year, playing 30 minutes a game in the playoffs. He played like, and 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 in the finals, he played like 10 minutes a game because they couldn't play him. So it's a completely different. Uh, that's why I love the NBA playoffs. It's like game to game, series to series. It's basically like a guy who was like a key part of the rotation. Now all of a sudden, barely plays, and then the guy who barely played is playing like thirty five minutes a game. I love it. Love it. <laughs> and uh, wait, give me playoff basketball. I'm I'm gonna be watching so many games next couple next. What? And it's so long too. It's like fucking what? Six weeks? Eight weeks? Yeah, we're talking months here. <laughs> Yeah, it's not even. It's like a whole other season. It's like literally eighty-two more games I have. Yeah, uh, I love it. I love it. I I gotta miss uh, half of the Sixers game and half of the Nick or all of the Knicks game on Saturday. What? What are you doing? Well, t- we have T ball opening day on Saturday, uh, so it's got like yeah, you got like parade a and, and pictures, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. and then so. But luckily, I only missed the first half of the game, which, which you know, obviously would be my choice if I have to choose between. Yeah, games. yeah, yeah. And then at nighttime, we're going to uh, a monster truck event. Oh, monster truck! Oh, that's kind of cool. So and that's like um, starts right when the fucking Knicks game starts. Yeah. So that sucks. Yeah. Uh, See, so I I lucked out. We have a soccer game early in the morning, then another one later in the morning, and then Sean's soccer game starts at four thirty, so it'll be over right at six, and then boom, home. Watch the game, and then we'll probably go out for a couple of drinks. Watching the game at home? Oh, yeah. By myself. <laughs> That's the playoffs, baby. I can't be Base, distracted. Basement or living room? Where do you watch? Uh, it's a good question. I haven't decided. I, uh, I, I mean, the, the, the living room has the better TV, but the basement, I could obviously be more vocal. And then, like, not be distracted. Like, the kids are going to be running in in the living right. room. So yeah, I'll, I would choose baseball, a basement if I were you. That's where yeah, I would go. Choose a, a lesser quality picture for the right. privacy. Exactly. I know. That's a good idea. I think that's probably what I'll end up doing. But yeah, ah, can't wait. Especially if it's a stressful game and the kids are running around like I lose my shit. Like when Car- <laughs> like if it's a stressful game, Carson, get the fuck off me, little <laughs> <laughs> Well, like, like I, don't mind, I don't mind watching it with the boys, but then they'll like, they're good watching football, but then they like, they get like nervous, you know, watching the games, and then they'll start like, you know, they get like nervous. So then for them, like their nervous tick is like they just start talking a lot. 
and they'll be like asking like a million questions. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know why the fuck he's. I don't know. Just watch the fucking game. Listen, Sit in uh, silence and watch the game, and then we'll cheer when something good happens. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Roland, what's it looking like on your end? Are you going to watch any Knicks? You going to watch any NBA playoffs? What are you going to do? Knicks at six, six o'clock on Saturday, Roland. Not yeah, ideal. Well, time, five not for me, worst. which is a little oh, tougher. Yeah, five. yeah, yeah. I may. That's a weird I may time. start a weird time. and then like maybe get eat like takeout. And then maybe book it over to the cigar lounge at halftime and uh, have a few drinks and a cigar. Finish out the game, maybe. They have um, a decent like TV set up there? Like, how's that? Oh, they have like six or seven big screen TVs. Nice. Oh, nice. And so you can turn do... on whatever game you want. Do they do sound there or no? They will if you ask. So, like, there's a row in the front of like lounge chairs. That are facing like the biggest TV. And usually that'll have sound on. If it's like a big sports game, they'll have sound on. Nice. So So it's going to be the only NBA game on. Right. But does anybody care about that out there? I mean, NBA? NBA playoffs. Yeah, I mean, it's always a playoff. Bulls, do they have much hype these these days, really? I mean, no, I've seen a few games there. Like people turn it on, but like, mm. right. No one's and, enthusiastic and about it. And they're in the playing game, so it's not like that completely. Right? So is there right. uh, when you go into the office, does anybody ever bring up uh, like sports or anything or not really? Yeah, I have a few people that I talk to, but like, you know, a bunch of scientists, so probably not. <laughs> yeah. I have like a couple people. Well, they're all like hardcore Chicago fans. So like I probably have to basketball ch- is probably on the bottom of their list if they're like. Yeah, uh, I don't know any hardcore basketball fans there. Football and baseball for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I always, I always wondered though how Chicago would be with basketball because I mean they've had some good players. Obviously, you know. You, yeah, forget, sure? jo- forget Jordan, but even after Jordan, like they've had yeah, Derek Rose years, Tibbs. Yeah, Derek Rose. You know, Jimmy Butler, like. Yeah, they have, yeah. So, I mean, it seems like it would be a pretty good basketball town. Oh, it's not bad. Just this year hasn't been that good. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people at work, though, don't really follow basketball. We did get those sweet-ass basketball tickets at, like, 50% off. But other than that, like, I didn't even know anyone going to those games, to be honest. One of my coworkers, though, follows basketball, but he's from Texas. So Um, he's a Rockets fan. (laughs) Rockets. That's tough. That is tough. But we talk. He's the guy I'll talk to. Like for general NBA. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm excited for the Nick game. It'd be great if they win. I, see, I also feel like this is better than two years ago. A, I think the team's better. But B, I feel like it's better that they are. Like I thought, there was a lot of pressure on them in those game ones uh, as a four seed. You know, first time they made the playoffs in years. Like. No one expected them to do anything. I thought it was a lot of pressure. I feel like uh, I feel like this is better for them. Like they don't need to win game one. Like it'd be great if they do, but I feel like the pressure is more on Cleveland than no it is on the Knicks. So no doubt about that. But yeah, no, I, I agree. That's good. They're in a good position to be in. And you know, I, yeah. I think I think this is the best, best Knicks team since the nineties. So uh, they had that one year under Melo when they won fifty something games. Listen, I'd, I'd put I'd put this team up against any Melo team. 
Yeah, that that team uh, that listen, team was. Listen, if you want to argue that Melo was the best player between these two teams, okay, I'm not I'm not going to argue that. But I think this is a pretty uh, deep, it, good this is a, roster. Yeah. I mean, I mean, this is a deep roster. There's a ton of young talent on it. Like they can go ten. Not that the playoffs are different, but but you could you can go ten players deep, no problem. Yep. No problem. Like there's a ton of talent on the team. Yeah, I, I, I think it's a pretty good team. I mean, now now that that team that won fifty something games, they, they lost in the second we, round anyway. So we we have to big. go back and and look at that that roster, but uh, I, have a, I have a hard time believing. Yeah, I mean, I can't. Uh, um, I bet Stoudemire was on that team. Um, maybe that maybe that was Tyson Tyson Chandler. I mean, it, it wasn't. Um, Let's take a look at that team. All right. How many wins? Let's see. 54? I think so. It was like 10 years ago, I think. 2012-2013. You got it, right? Who are you on on here? Jason Kidd? Mello? Marcus Camby. Oh, Camby was on that team? Oh, boy. Amari Stoudemire, Rasheed Wallace, J.R. Smith, Steve Novak, Tyson Chandler. Yeah, Tyson Chandler. Yeah. Yeah, Tyson Chandler. Man, that's bad when there are names I know on these teams. <laughs> this is, yeah, I think Stoudemire is probably hurt this year, too. So, yeah, you got Mello, you got Chandler, you got Jason Kidd, Steve Novak. I mean, it's a weird team. It is a weird a weird roster, man. <laughs> it is a weird roster. I don't like it. it it's Kenyon like more Martin. It's, it's more like good players that they're trying to combine rather than, like, a cohesive unit. Yeah, but these are also people at the very tail ends of their careers, too. Right. Like a lot of them. It's like one last-ditch effort to get the gang together. Well, I mean, that's that's why, like, that team wasn't sustainable because it was basically like, you know. I'm I'm taking this this Knicks roster over that team, especially if they played in today's NBA. It would be a (laughs) five-game victory, I think. Yeah. I, I mean... Melo's probably the best player. Yep. But then the, then this current Nick team probably has the next two in Brunson and Randall. Yeah. And then they might actually have the next the next one. Like Tyson Chandler might be better. I mean I mean Mitchell Robinson might be better than Tyson Chandler. I, I just think the athleticism in, in the Knicks roster today would just like they they'd be just running all over the court over him. I mean, I mean, Brunson would destroy Jason Kidd in this, you know, in this comparison. You know, Me- Mello, Mello's, yeah, I, I, agree. I mean, Steve Novak, but you would just target Steve Novak on the defense. Like, yeah. you'd kill Steve <laughs> he'd Novak. Be, he'd be unplayable. He, he'd be, <laughs> he, he would be unplayable. Yeah, that's, that's a, a weird team. Kurt Thomas was on this team still. Jesus, Kurt Thomas, that's forty-year-old Kurt Thomas on this team. Oh my god, <laughs> what a brutal. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they, you know, I, I, I agree though. I think this is the, the, you know, maybe not win wise, but just like the players and like, I mean, it's, it's more sustainable than I think it was ten years ago because it, like, again, you had thirty-eight year old Jason Kidd, uh, you know, a broken down Amari Stoudemire, like, you know, who was on, who was on that team? Right, like, how did, so, they, how did they win that many games? I know. Well, it was basically Mello, Mello, and and Tyson Chandler. Uh, God, what did. You know, Jason Kidd actually had a pretty decent season. Uh, Raymond Felton was a probably starting point guard. God, Raymond Felton was a starting point guard. God, 
That's, that's not Smith, ideal. I think I think J.R. Smith was the sixth man of the year actually that year. Uh, I think he was. So they're, they're probably top five was like Raven Felton, J.R. Smith. Who would have been Carmelo Anthony set a franchise record 31 consecutive games with 20 plus points. That's that's consistency. That's what we're talking about. Yeah, it's 38 year old Marcus Camby, 40 year old. So, so the, 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 Probably closing five would have been Raymond Felton, J.R. Smith, Steve Novak, Steve Novak, Carmelo Anthony, and Tyson Chandler. I mean, that's a weak. I don't know how they won fifty-four games. That must have been a weak season. That was a weak. Season. Yeah, that was a weak division. Uh, yeah, they won the Atlantic Division that year. I mean, the wow. Nets were probably terrible. The Sixers were terrible. Celtics were bad that year. That was after they lost all those guys. Remember, remember the Eastern Conference was like. That was a joke for years. It, it was it was a joke for a good stretch of years. Like I know, like a legit fucking joke. I know. Like, even, you remember joke. Like, when LeBron came around? Remember, it was like LeBron and then the East. You know, oh, totally. well, that's why he went. That's why he went to the finals every year. Right, like the East has been bad for a long fucking time. Not this year. Well, I I mean, if, if you. look. Looking at it, they beat. I mean, I mean, so that that was that was the LeBron James Heat years, and I mean, they beat like like in the Eastern Conference. So the Pacers knocked out the Knicks, and then the Pacers lost to the Celtics, as lost to the Heat in the Eastern Conference Finals. Like that that Pacers team that lost to the Heat, like lost to the uh, LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh Heat. Like that, like they had Paul George, okay, George Hill, David West, Lance Stevens, Roy Hibbert. Like, are we serious? Like that that was the team that made it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, Roy Hibbert so so the, the it was Paul George, who's a great player. But then you have George Hill, David West, Lance Stevenson, and Roy Hibbert. Like that those were the other guys that were going against like LeBron James and Dwayne Wade. In the Eastern Con- Eastern Conference Finals, Tyler Hansborough, like come on. This team stinks. That's the team that beat the Knicks. But yeah. Yeah. We'll see. I'm excited. I'm yep, excited. Tune in next week to find out. The the thrilling results of the play-in games. And how the Knicks started off. Can't wait. Can't wait. Are are they gonna are either team gonna play on Sunday of next week? I don't know. Like are they gonna do, I can't remember. Do they have back to backs in the playoffs or no? I don't think I don't so. think so, but I can't remember. I closed my tab with the games. I don't uh, do they have the whole series? Let's see. Do they have the whole series out? No, they just have game one. It looks like. Oh, really? That's fucking annoying. Like, that's annoying. What? Are they? Hold on. They have to have more than that, don't they? I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to find it as well, and all I'm seeing is the game one as well. I know. Ooh, playoff schedule. Yeah, game one. That's all I have. I don't think they play back to back though, because there's too many games. Like, there's no way you could play back to back. They don't. It's uh, Sunday, April 16th. It says uh, the winner of the play-in game versus Milwaukee, winner of the play-in game versus Denver, play-in game versus Memphis, and then Clippers at Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be right back. No. (laughs) Just let me end this podcast. That's so strange, though. They don't have... At least the first series schedule. I know, or at least, 
or at least or at least the uh the first two games when the games are at like uh when the games are at like Cleveland. Like you wouldn't have game one and game two since they're both at Cleveland. Makes no sense. Makes no sense. Yeah. Get it together, NBA. Get no. it together. Uh, yeah, I don't know why it can't be that difficult to to do. They have it planned. It's not a lie. they sold tickets for it. I know. Huh. I think they did. Right? Don't they sell like the series tickets? I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, I don't know. Can you buy game two tickets yet? I only see game one. It's so weird I only see game one. I mean, you have to have at least three games. Four games. Yep, that's more than three. (laughs) So, yeah, I don't know why they wouldn't have. But, like, yeah, I'm surprised they wouldn't at least have the first two games because they're both going to be played at, like, the home home court. Like, why wouldn't you at least have those games? Because a bunch of clowns are running this sport, okay? I know. That's what it is. Clowns. That's what it is. So, NBA talk. Done. Anyone watching Succession? Yes. Are you all caught up? I'm not. No, I, I just heard this. What? Past time that, you I had know. to watch that one on time. I know. Yes. Like, I know. Everybody said it's going to get spoiled everywhere. I've not right. heard. Right? I, well, I have not heard anything yet. I've just heard Never it was heard like one of the best, the best episodes people have seen. It's and the best episode of the series. Probably. Which yeah. episode is the latest? Episode three. Okay. I, I'm, we started watching episode two tonight. We probably finished, we probably about 15 minutes late left. And I thought it was a great fucking episode. Uh, I, I just finished, epi- I, I, I've only watched episode one so far. And I thought the first episode was phenomenal. Like I was like dying laughing at some of those scenes with uh, Macaulay, uh, with uh, Culkin in it. Karen. Karen, yeah. I thought he was better in episode two. Oh, really? I thought episode one, like some of his lines, I was like, oh my God. I was like, this is hilarious. <laughs> I thought it was so good. This season is. I don't even understand so how. Far. I, could, I, don't, I, I don't even understand how it could be that good. I mean, this, don't get me wrong. I love the series, but like. I, I don't like saying this because it's kind of a spoiler, but like to Rich, not to most people. But it's probably one of the best episodes if you just like take it. That I've seen of TV in a really long time, like that I can remember. So three people keep saying, "Episode three, yeah." Like what goes on, the way it was filmed, etc. Like very good, very like bravo. Yeah, they called, did they call that a goaltend? Yeah, they did. Yeah, it was. I was just clapping my no. hands. It, it wasn't a goaltend at all. Not even close. It was even close. What are you? No, <laughs> not even close. It wasn't even above the rim. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, that was a bad call. Wow. Um, I know people. I know. I, I could not believe the hype that people said about that third episode. It was very good. Can't, can't wait to see it. Can't I wait. can't wait to see it either. I also don't understand how how this the show that's so. That's, I love the show, but I mean, honestly, it's a stupid premise. But it is so good. I. I don't know how much I want to say. It had the feeling of a season finale or a like series finale. I also can't believe they're ending the series. Uh, I can. I can. I mean, how much further? It's been can drawn out it? for quite a while. I know. Yeah, I know it has. It's very but... good, but it's kind of drawn out. Like I know. If the actors and actresses weren't doing such a good job, right? It'd be rough. 
they've been treading water, I think, for a little while here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess, what happened after the, you know, I mean, I, I don't know what happened in, in episode three, but obviously, like now they've they've split off from there. Their dad, like, where else is, are we going to go? And like, how how much more ridiculous? It's, it's such a good show. Like, like just episode one, like just how the writing and how oh, they interact wait. with each other. Oh wait. Well, that's what, that's what I, I can't even imagine what episode three w- must be like. I don't know. And then Mando's know. picking up a little bit. We just watched uh, that last one. What episode do you want? Are you caught up on Mando? I'm behind. Yeah. I'm all caught up on that. <clears throat> the latest episode had like heavy hitters in it. There was uh, Lizzo, yeah. Jack Black, Christopher oh, Lloyd. Oh, really? Oh, wait, are you serious? Yeah. Well, Dan, Dan, what episode are you at? With Mando? Yeah. Hmm. I don't remember. What episode are you in? I just finished five. That's the last one, right? I think six. Oh, well, yeah, you'd know if those people were in there or not. I mean, I, I had one celebrity in mind and I didn't like it. Who was the celebrity in yours? Uh, I don't know if it was five, maybe even four. Uh, Tim Meadows? <laughs> oh, maybe I'm only on episode three then. I don't remember Tim Meadows in mine. Yeah, he was there. Oh. Yeah, he might have been there in three. <laughs> I, I can't remember where he was, but was he in there? I, I don't know. It, it's always tough to tell the episodes apart. I mean, it, it, it always tell, tough to tell the episodes apart. I, see, I, I, I've thought so far. I've, I, I've thought the se- series has been, season has been pretty decent. I've been a little disappointed. Really? Yeah, I'm a little low on it. It's not bad. It's just yeah. to Mando standards. Yeah, yeah, it's not uh, bad at all. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was pretty good. I, my concern uh, was that, um, uh, like, it's coming right off of uh, what you call it, uh, um, you know, Andor? Andor, and like, I knew it wasn't going to compare to as much as I've enjoyed the Mandalorian. I knew it wasn't going to compare to Andor, so I was a little concerned about that. But I, I, I thought it's been fine. There was that one very Andor esque episode, though. Yes. Yes. I, I saw that one. I, I immediately thought, I was like, oh shit, this has a little bit of an Andor feel to it. Or where they were like breaking into. And like how, what they were talking about too was like the dialogue too. It was right, kind right, of like right. a little bit more like, yeah. Well, yeah, like I, I liked that episode. I didn't like, um, you know, like the next episode after that. Then they went like on a random like Mando mission. I know. Like, there's like no story. Like, <laughs> I, know, I know. The Mando missions sometimes. Like, I just have to, like, sit through it, and I'm like, okay, yeah, this has no of, point. Sometimes they're just filler episodes that have nothing to do with any story, like, and those ones suck. Yeah, I know. I know. Like, I don't really understand the point of some of that. <laughs> Mando, Mando, like, why did we have to go, like, we spent, like, half an episode, maybe more, chasing down that, like, pterodactyl, or whatever the fuck that thing was. Right. Oh, that, that, to me, that was the low point of the season, by far. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what are we doing here? We what are we doing? We didn't need to do that. No, no, we I, did not need I, to do that. I, I guess why they felt well, you. I I guess I can see why they did it. It might be in the next episode, so we'll have to wait till you get there. Okay. I I guess I can understand why they had to do that for part of the story. So. All right, I have to. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I, I don't know. The reason for doing it though wasn't enough. Like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it was. It yeah. wasn't good enough to warrant. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. That's good to know. Yeah, I, 
I know. <laughs> Watching it in real time, I was like, what the fuck is this? I was like, really, man? Really, Mando? We got to like go chase down this fucking pterodactyl? Yeah. I remember I saw the same exact thing. <laughs> so stupid. Got to do it. I got to do it. And then like, and like, they're like strategizing how to get the kid back. I was like, I don't give a shit. Kill the kid. Just do it. <laughs> and why do I care? Kid was being a little punk anyway. Yeah, he was. Picking on a, our boy. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you you losing a fight to Grogu? Come on. Yeah, come on. You're a loser. You don't deserve to be a man, though. By the way, like that was also the stupidest fight ever. Yeah, that was <laughs> terrible. <laughs> the darts, like they didn't even do anything. He just like picked it up and shot it at him. Like I could have done that. <laughs> like why are you training for hours on a day just to do that? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the stuff is like, okay, really? They, they essentially sh- shot spitballs at each other. <laughs> They've been colored spitballs. <laughs> Stupid, I could have done that. This is uh, the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the way. I love when they say that. Uh, that was terrible. That was so terrible. That was terrible. Yeah, some of the stuff. I, I, I still enjoy the show again. To me, it's no Andor, but it, it's, you know. It's, it's, still no, it's no Andor, it's no Mando season one or season two. Yeah, yeah, there's no, yeah, it's not, yeah, I hate when there's no point to the episode. Like, why am I going on this journey with you, Mando? Yeah, you're like, <sighs> uh, I, can, I, I can understand season one, like doing like just some bullshit, getting yeah, to yeah. know the universe, getting to know the characters, yeah. but you're on season three now. You, you should have a purpose for your season. I also don't, uh, and I don't know if we get into it. I don't really understand the point of the season anymore. Like, what the fuck are they doing? Maybe, maybe, maybe it becomes more clear. But like the first two seasons, it was obviously very clear what the objective of the season was, like what he was trying to accomplish. I don't fucking idea what he's trying to accomplish anymore. I didn't see episode six, but episode five, I felt like led you more in that direction. Okay, okay, because I was gonna say, like, like I'm what, whatever, three or four episodes in, I'm like. We're just like hopping around so we can get like cleansed by the waters again. Like, who gives a shit? <laughs> I don't care about the way. <laughs> you have yeah, not man, made me. You have not made me the least bit invested in becoming a Mandalorian. I don't give a shit if he like bathes in the. Yeah. Like, you also have never explained why. What's so special about these waters? Not that I need to know. <laughs> but I'm like, like, what's so special? Like, why can't I just lie and say I did it? Yep. Took a took a soak of the water. I'm all set. Now I can never take off my mask again. This uh, is the way. Yeah, yeah. You you you'll like episode five better for sure. And then I mean, I, I I I've liked it. Like it, it's a good show. It's just like sometimes I'm just like okay. Like it's easy to poke holes in it. Yeah, yeah. You have to you have to overlook that sometimes. <laughs> you do. <laughs> you do. And and I don't mind it. It's just funny yeah, when, like, I actually stop to think about it. I'm like, wait, why would you do that? Yeah, I, I try to never stop and think about why would they would do something. It's it ruins a lot of shows if you do that. I know that's true. It's true. Um, I know. I uh, I got I got to keep moving forward on Succession. I've uh, I, again, I've only seen the first episode of this season, and I thought it was absolutely phenomenal. Phenomenal. All the, all the characters are just so good in Succession. All of them. They're so good. I'd say my I'm, I'm my least favorite oh, man. I even hate least saying favorite my least, favorite. least favorite character. 
Yeah, or, you know, like, who I hate being in the, in the scenes the most. And it's tough because even even my most hated ones are, like, still pretty fucking enjoyable. Still have great moments and, like... So who is it, Shiv? Um, probably, probably Dopey Connor. Yeah, that's oh, that's yeah, who my Connor, pick would be. Yeah. yeah, he's so forgettable. Like he, is so he doesn't even need to be there most of the time. No, I know. Like I, I, I'm only talking about what the first episode, but like, yeah, yeah. You don't. I mean, I guess, I guess the point is like to show like the ridiculousness of their wealth. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but like, right. I mean, you know, yeah. All the other characters are so good. Love Tom. I've really become. I may be Tom's biggest fan, although cousin Greg. <laughs> this is the first episode. I don't. I don't have two episodes behind, but the first episode with Tom, where he told him, uh, where where Greg told Tom that he that he fucked that girl and yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he told me he had like Cameron. I have no idea if that was true or not. He, he definitely tell- doesn't watch the film every night. <laughs> he doesn't watch them. Then he had to tell that he went. Then like this is the fact that he feels obligated to go tell, uh, to yeah. go tell him. <laughs> oh man, I just love cousin Greg. Such a good character. He, he really is. And then when he tried to like uh, roast him, right? He just went in on his, on his dad and his grandfather. <laughs> So many ridiculous, like <laughs> I like when he just like demanded everybody roast him and make him laugh. <laughs> it's just so ridiculous. Ah, I love it. I love it. It's been it's been a better start to the season than, in my opinion, last season. Well, so one of the seasons they they kind of I don't know if it was maybe it was last season that they essentially blamed on COVID because they couldn't get all the ca- actors like together because they, there were so many restrictions still which is why like the season kind of was more challenging i don't know season three or season two but what it was one of the last two seasons that they basically like right. were like it started off slow and like that yeah. was a big part of the reason which i guess i could say like a lot of the stuff was over phone as opposed to like getting the characters in a room together right 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 um, but yeah so funny um Oh, what, one other thing. Big news. I think we are um, uh, decided what we're going to do for our, our, our lawn in the backyard. We had gone back and forth, I believe, in the in the chat. Right. Wow. So it's, where were we at? I think we are going to get um, uh, clover seeds and plant that. Clover seeds? Yeah. So what, gone what's that a lot of back. Isn't clover so, a weed? Uh it's well, I mean, planting weeds in the back. You can see it. it's so it's it's not tech. People is try I, to get rid of that on their lawn. So so they do, but uh, uh, but you could also plant it because it's like super durable and it like grows in a lot and it like for the most part it's it's, it's like a green like it doesn't need as much water it doesn't need as much soil and it's green and it's like you know. So uh, it's it's gonna make your yard look green. It's gonna be yep. less maintenance. Yep. Yep. Exactly. I mean, I mean, I'm buying this bullshit that you're selling, but you know, <laughs> oh, I don't. So oh no. So so apparently, so we did a lot of research on it. Apparently, uh, uh, most American uh, yards were filled with clover, like clover seeds, 
up until like the 50s and 60s when like good housekeeping came along and then they did like an article about like you know Kentucky bluegrass or like like what we see like in grass yards now and so then everybody kind of switched to like that but like it's more water more so you know all of this other stuff but like and like uh as the groundskeeper said when we went to the Red Sox game uh a weed is basically any plant or flower or whatever that grows where you don't want it to grow so he's like so you know at, <laughs> when we did the red sox tour like years ago he would always be like so you like if you have like uh, a rose growing in the middle of fenway it's a weed we, we would call that a weed i was like oh, okay all right so, so they, they loosely throw around. around the word weed essentially yes <laughs> so a weed is basically anything that you don't want growing in the weed but like like you know clovers rich it's like uh, yeah. when you would go to like the outfield of like like little league baseball field, right, like, they primarily have like clovers. clovers grown. Yeah, that that kid instead of picking a scab, he's probably picking clovers. <laughs> he is picking the clovers. Yeah, yeah he's, picking, he's picking clovers in the outfield. So, uh, so uh, yeah, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna join your journey. You you tell me what works and what I, doesn't. I'm gonna I'm gonna change my backyard to clovers. <laughs> I, I'm gonna let you know. Well, you have grass, don't you? Have grass already? Yeah, fuck it. Listen, if you're telling me clovers are less maintenance, fuck it. Uh, suppose, supposedly, you don't have to, because they don't grow as high, so you don't need to cut it as frequently. Whoever Which, listens uh, this far into the podcast is going to get a gem. I'll let, I'll let you know how our clover experience goes. I still have to fucking till the soil that's going. Can, can, you, can you take a picture of this area of the yard before? Oh, it's a whole yard. It's not even an, an area. It's like the whole oh. fucking yard. Give give the chat a picture of your yard because I don't know who has seen the yard besides me. Okay. So I, I feel like it needs to be shared, just especially for Roland. He needs to see what, what we what would you with? sent a picture and you were like, what should I do? And then we told you. I what don't know to if do. I ever sent a picture. I don't think he sent a picture. Yeah, I don't think I ever sent I don't I don't take oh. photo a lot of photos. Uh sure. alright. I will I will send a photo uh of the yard. I mean and the, the other big issue is the fucking dog. What the fuck am I going to do? That stupid thing. They have like holes all over the yard because of this idiot. So that's going to be a, that's going to be a change. I, we'll have to figure out what to do with the dog. You're correct. Oh. It's just text. Sean yeah. sent the picture. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah Rich yeah. even says Dan should provide pictures of the backyard areas <laughs> in question. He's been Listen, I'm, I'm all about pictures, okay. especially through a process. All right. Like, I, will, I will submit photos tomorrow of the... Uh, of the uh, of the yard in question, and it's the entire yard. It's not just like not one section or anything. No, it's not. One. I, I, I mean, I mean, the middle is the worst. Oh, see, see, in my mind, and I could be picturing it wrong. I thought you had some, like, part of the yard was doing pretty well in grass, and the other parts yeah, yeah. Were, were doing very poor. So I thought maybe we we're just planting the clovers in those poor areas. We're gonna, we're gonna do it all because it, it, it's kind of spreading, like the bad area. Okay. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to kind of, uh, I think that's what we, we decided that we're going to kind of do it all because like we just get weeds all over. And so that's the other thing. It's supposed to like cut down on the weeds because it kind of like, like suffocates the weeds from growing. So if you're trying to have a grass, uh, a dirt backyard for the kids and you were growing grass, would the grass be considered weed according to this Red Sox guy? <laughs> yeah, probably. If it's like, if you don't want it to grow. Yeah. Anything that any. A weed is considered anything that you don't want growing there. So if 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 it's grass and you wanted like 
I don't know, flower garden and it's grass, then yeah, the grass would be the weeds. Fucking grass. Grass is the worst. Fuck grass. So I'll let you know how it goes. So yeah, so we did a lot of research. So we've done the grass seed stuff, but like it doesn't work. Like we'd have to like and like we had a guy come in with like a backhoe and like chew it all up and it still wasn't enough. Oh man. You know still the most, most important part of planting the grass is watering it, right? Like a lot. Oh yeah. We 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 but like but like there's just so much uh sand and like rocks in it. So uh yes. So but that's the other thing with clovers, it doesn't need as much water. So we we would be able to get the grass to grow. Sounds like but a miracle plant. I know. We'll see. We'll see. Oh, you're selling me, maybe I'll tear up my yard. Uh, I'll let you know. <laughs> Well, well, the problem is like we would be able to get the grass to grow and like to germ, whatever it's called, germinate. Is that what it's called? Yeah. When it starts to like open up, uh, but the problem is it would just it wouldn't get like because we had so much shit. It w- the roots wouldn't grow long enough, so it would grow like you know half How an inch. How did all and these then, rocks get in your backyard? Because the people before us had like a giant pool and like sandbox that they built, oh. and so to like level everything. So, so it was all homemade. So to level everything, they just put like a whole bunch of like rocks in the back of the yard. And so like then then w- before we moved in, they like ripped it all up and they like took down the pool, but they left but like all the rocks and shit is still there. Rocks and sand. So that that's like our like like the top layers looks like soil. Maybe the top inch is soil, but then like as soon as you dig down like an inch or two, it's all like sand and rocks and it's like pisses me off. Pisses me off. We had talked about sod too, Ellen, but I, I think sod is off the table. I think it's going to be too expensive. Well, what you're describing sounds like the roots won't grow long enough for it to they, be. They won't. Like That's sustainable. The yeah, it's the roots. That's why I think clover. I don't think their roots need get to be the boys as long. All together for a work weekend. <laughs> I know. Well, this we will get you strong that. for sports, boys. This, I mean, <laughs> we would need to dig up. So and Violet, much. she's a competitor. Get her in there yeah. too. I I just wouldn't even know what to do with it all. Like if we were to dig out a dumpster, that I know that's what it would just be like. Or they have bags now that you can get, and then they like tow them. Tow them bags. Like they look like IKEA bags, but they're huge. Like I don't know, twenty feet long or something. And you can put material in there, and then they just like have a crane that comes and picks it up. Oh really? Mm Hmm. Yeah, it's just, just like just take a pocket full a day to work with you and just dump it out there. That's it. <laughs> yeah, twenty years. How long? That's what I'm doing with my roof in the basement. All the plaster's falling down, so every week I just throw a little bit in the trash. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get there. I know. One piece at a time. Yeah. <laughs> well, the like we would try to do that, and like we'd be like, okay, so they like we would put them in those brown like leaf bags, but like we we like. The leaf bags would they would just it would just be so heavy because it would be so much, and I was like, "Fuck this! This is not happening." So yeah, you you, sh- you should just get a dolly. You, you you fill the leaf bag on top of the dolly and then you just wheel it out front. Boom, done. Yeah, no, but that but I I don't think they would take the bags because they were so heavy. They were too, and then yeah. they and they'd rip the bottom. That's up. a good question. Is there a weight heavy. limit on those bags? Like that's I mean, all except I never I never thought about that. I don't know. Well, I mean, then typically, like, we would just use brown because, like, they would take out the brown bags, but they were so heavy. Like, we would fill in, like, the bottom quarter of it because, like, that's, right. ah, yeah. It was just so much. It was unbelie- unbelievable. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I'll let you know how the clover goes. 
But I have to fucking, I still have to till the, the yard out, which is going to be a pain in the ass. I, luckily, I have one of those, uh, you know, electric t- tillage rolling, you know what I'm talking about? That you It'll just, take like, forever. Yeah. I would just yeah. rent a gas-powered one from Home Depot if I were you. If you have to do, as, like, the whole yard. As opposed to an electric one? The electric one may not last very long, I depending on how many square long. feet your yard is and how it, hard the dirt is, like, if there's a lot of stone. Yeah. Because the, the torque will eat away at the battery really fast. Yeah, that's true. It's uh, We measured it today because we had to figure out how much seed to buy. We're about probably a little, we're about 3,000 square feet in the backyard. So it's not like huge, but it will take me a while. A while. Ah, it's such a pain in the ass. I'm not looking forward to this. Not yeah. looking forward to it. Yeah, fuck homeownership, Dan. Ah, it's the worst. It's the worst. And like, we have to do something because if we don't do anything, we just get like weeds and weeds in the backyard. We have this one weed. Roland, I don't know if you know what it is. I should take a picture of this too. It's like a fucking. Could just be a plant based on your definitions. Could be a plant, but we don't want it. (laughs) Doesn't even even need to be invasive. Could just be. I don't want that. I've never seen it before, but we get it every year now. It's. so it's green. It grows. Oh, I know that like one. Out, <laughs> but it has like it's almost like a cactus. It has like spikes on it. Uh huh. Have you seen one with spikes on it before? Is it? It's like a stick that goes up and it goes out, and then there are things that like dangle down, or no? No, I'll take a picture of it tomorrow. It's basically just like it looks like this a green like I don't know if it's fungus or whatever, but it's just like a green plant that doesn't grow. It just like grows on the ground, but it'll grow mm-hmm. up a little bit, maybe a couple inches, and then every like, and then there's like spikes all over it, like and like sharp spikes, like you will get cut on this fucking thing. It's like wild. Mm. I've never seen anything like it before. It's, there, it's I use an app to like figure out all the different stuff in my yard. Let's see, weed with spikes. Oh boy. <laughs> Green. Put green in there too. That'll help. <laughs> oh, here it is. What? What the fuck is this? I found it. That was easy. It All was right. Easy. Let's look up weed with spikes. Hold <laughs> 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 on. Let me see. Oh. Uh, All right. Well, that looks kind of like dandelion to me, but. Oh, is it see. thistle? Hold on. Wait, I can't find the name of it now. It was, it was the main picture. Uh. What the fuck is it? Come on. It was That's like the main picture on the. It was the main picture on the thing, and now, uh, Jeffrey's purse. Ooh, here it Canada is. Canada thistle. Yes, that's what it is. Is it Canada thistle? Yeah, an aggressive creeping perennial weed from Eurasia. Despite its name, it infests crops, pastures, and non-crop areas like. Do you have a lot of that in your yard? Yes. Are you fucking Canadian? <laughs> we're, we're not. You fucking immigrant. 